we are currently waiting on um, William to uh, return. William had to step away. Hey, while we're waiting on William, do you want to talk about William's uh, uh, chances of coming back in the future? But that means there's that means there's a wrong answer. Like the the princesses scene in Shrek Three, where they're like. He charged into the room, perky testicles bouncing gaily. Hey everyone, welcome to We Wrote the Book, the podcast where every episode, a bunch of theater nerds get together and try to write a brand new musical. I'm your host, Christian Adderholt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Olivia Wise. Hey y'all. Hey Olivia. And um, today, we have a very, very guest. It is William Soler. Oh, uh, 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 what? How very, very of you, William, to join I'm, us again. I'm, you know, it it's it's really difficult to be as guest as I am right now. Well, so yeah, really we know. That. Well, we if know. you yeah. were to participate a little bit more... You might be a very, very special guest, or maybe even just a special guest. But right now, you're just a guest. I know, but I'm very, very guest. Exactly, because that's all you are. Just a guest. You're such a guest. It's it's really starting to feel like a Highlander situation. You know, I'm just gonna have to go and murder Skid Jones. If you do, the nation will mourn. I thought Highlander was just about like the whole nation. Isn't Highlander about, like, uh, going back in time to have sex with hot Scottish guys? No, you're thinking of, um... Outlander? You, yeah, Outlander! You're of Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Highlander right. is about a group of eternal beings Immortal that, beings. that yeah. um, they can only die by, uh, you cut, another one has to cut off their, their heads, so, like, two Outlander, uh, Highlanders have to fight, cut off their heads, and gain each other's power. That's why they say there can only be one. Then in, I think it's the third or the fourth one. They become like interdimensional beings because the director couldn't figure out how to uh, talk their way out of like them just being eternal beings. Ugh, sounds like a snore fest. It really went off the rails. And honestly, I, I'm probably going to catch some I, heat for this. I watched the first one. It's not great. It's just like such an 80s movie. There's nothing really interesting about it. In, in in the reality of the situation, the French dude trying to be Scottish, and it not sounding right, and then uh, fucking, he's Dutch, I believe. Uh, he's Dutch, right? Uh, and uh, then Sean Connery being a Spanish man. Yes. <laughs> what? But not changing his accent at all. Sean and the Connery. Highlander. The Highlander is technically referring to the specific immortal being that the Dutch person is playing who's from the Highlands, like who's from like the Scottish area. Oh, it's, that it's, sounds yeah, very, it's, um, it's, I don't know what I was going to say. It's a mess. It's an it's artistic approach, I guess. It's a, it's an absolute it's, it mess. It feels very, sh- it feels very shonen. Uh, I'll say that, but that's, that's shonen not why O'Brien. Yeah. Yes. Shonen O'Brien. <laughs> Conan's <laughs> evil twin. Oh my god! Can uh, that would be amazing? Uh, we need to really get that to Conan's people. Is him start a manga that's called Shonen O'Brien. 
We, yes, um, yes, we will keep that. And it's that. about a, a, a ginger, a sickly ginger kid. Well, he's too tall. I figure uh, it was defeating gonna be like dragons. A, I figured figured it was going to be like a detective one, but it, let's let's. Fair. That's not why we're here. <laughs> detective why, brother. Sorry. <laughs> why we're here is because we want to do a musical about a very specific gang in London. Is that correct, Olivia? Uh huh. What is their name and what are they about? This gang is called the 40 Elephants. And I found out about the 40 Elephants from the podcast Scam Goddess, um, which is a really great podcast. You should go listen to it. Um, But the 40 Elephants or the 40 Thieves are a group of lady thieves in London. Um, I think it started in the late 1800s, like late 1876 or something. Um, and it lasted technically up until like the 1990s. Um, but they were a group who would steal from rich people. Um, they loved like gyms and furs and all of the like glamorous things. So they would dress up and then they would go like loot department stores, rich department stores in the Elephant and Castle area of London. Um, and apparently they were also called the elephants because when they stole stuff, they would like pack it under their dresses and it, their dresses would get so big that they looked like elephants, <laughs> which is okay. amazing. That just, that just feels vaguely sexist. Like they're doing such a good job. We need to tear down what they look like. I think they you know? owned it. I think that that was, maybe they, uh, maybe they wore like little trunks as like their mask, you know, they probably, um really lived up the elephant name (laughs) i fair i love it and when you first introduced this to me i thought the concept was fun and i thought it was this was going to be kind of a fun whimsical thing a big ensemble piece but when i first when i started reading it there's one person that kind of jumped out at the page at me and i'm gonna read you her name and then her two nicknames or three nicknames actually (laughs) Um, and I have many aliases as just incredible. So her, her name, maybe not her real name, but her name for all intents and purposes was Alice Diamond already badass name. Uh, then her nickname was Diamond Danny. (laughs) Another nickname. She was queen of the 40 elephants because she was the leader of the, of the 40 elephants. Mm -hmm. So she was queen of the 40 elephants. And then finally it was the violent Amazon. Because she was very tall and she liked to fight. And <laughs> I didn't hear that one. Yeah. Yeah. She was Diamond Dandy, the violent Amazon. And it's just incredible. That has the, a great this, ring to this it. This sounds this sounds like a JoJo protagonist. She sounds like something JoJo out of JoJo like, like the pop star singer? No, not JoJo or <laughs> not. Played JoJo the daughter Siwa. in the classic not, movie not RV. Jojo no. Uh JoJo Bizarre Adventure. I wasn't it's even talking anime. about Jojo Siwa. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't know what a. I don't know what a Jojo protagonist would be if it was about Jojo Siwa. Like, <laughs> I let's because I feel like that is just Jojo Siwa. I feel like she's the protagonist of many people's stories, no. not hey, just her own. Yeah, but. we love Jojo now. We support Jojo because she's super gay and it's really cute. We, we, we stand Jojo Siwa. Um, she wouldn't be... The thing is, she wouldn't be in jo, uh, in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. She would be in Hunter x Hunter. But we're not Fair gonna... We're, we're not gonna... 
that's more anime shit. We'll talk about anime stuff later, maybe. Yeah, but, I don't get that reference. But but I digress. Um, so she is this Amazonian woman that she's five nine, which is very tall for the time. Uh, she would she got one of her let me Alice Diamond, but Diamond Annie, all of that. Because of that, she would wear diamond rings on all four of her fingers that she would use as as brass knuckles. Oh, I just. Who do you think she was punching? Other women or like fighting guys? She would anybody who crossed the gang would regularly fight the police, (laughs) brawl with the police. Hell yeah! Um, She would. I I love the. I love the idea. I love the idea of someone regularly fighting the police. Like, yeah. It's like a scheduled thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll meet next week so I can just beat the shit out of you again. They start like a like, petty crime. Wow. They do like a little shit. crime to draw the police there. And then the yeah. police, they like come out from behind a dumpster and the police are like, dang it, f- again. <laughs> it's, it's very much. Jesus. And like the best part about it is she was, her and her gang was so good about blackmail manipulation along with like all of the sneaking and thieving. That, like, a lot of times they wouldn't get arrested because men who they have seduced would either bust them out or they would dismiss the charges because they were police themselves. Oh, so yeah. it's just <laughs> fucking incredible. I I really want to do a show about her. How do we want to start this? Hmm. Well, so um, the 40 Elephants starts before Alice because Alice is actually the second queen. The first one is oh, Mary Carr. Okay. Right. So um, we could start as early as that. But if we want to focus on Alice, I think it's totally fine to like start in the middle of, you know, the gang's already formed. She's becoming the leader or whatever. We can just. Yeah. Well, I I like that. I like the idea of the Mary Carr being first. Like if we have that, like that's the first set piece. That's the first like big vibe. Let's say we have what? Well, so so her so the title that she has and that this other person has is the queen of the forty element elephants, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So then we've got this huge motif that then we can use, right? So it's almost like we're you know it's good to be the queen, right? And and we can have this sort of like dy- dynamic, and so I think it follow. I think like. We're following Alice. If she's not the queen when we start, mm-hmm. she introduces us to the world because she doesn't know it either. Okay. I like okay. that. Right? I like yeah. that. So that first beat, that first opening number is like, it's, you know, it's it's good to be the queen, but it's not sung by our main character. It's sung by... Um, Mary Carr. Mary Carr. And okay. the whole group, right? It's this yeah. huge number... Um, yeah, and I think um, because we kind of want to explain the the social standing of most of these women is going to be that they are from like a lower class. They are the women who kind of had nothing left but to become a prostitute or apparently to commit suicide. That was a top option um, at the time if you had nothing going for you, if you didn't have like any dowry or anything. Um, so I think we can also like somehow tie that in like maybe it's a a number where alice is one of those girls who's trying to figure out like what her choices are and then she runs into stumbles into this gang and maybe so one of the things that i read was that the gang when they see that someone else is stealing on their turf they make them like pay a percentage of their 
uh, what they owe the group or something. So maybe that's how Alice and them meet. Okay. Even, you know, and oh, we have she was stealing. Yeah. Yeah. So she was stealing because she was a petty thief when she was around like Before seventeen him. or something, and she took over the group sure. at twenty. Jeez, so twenty. Yeah. Yeah. At twenty, um, which is awesome. So maybe that first thing is like her getting her like getting caught by the group stealing and owing them. And then she like finds out about this amazing group of women who are like living the life that she wants to live. I, yeah, I love so much that like in this day and age, we're reading all of this and we're like, okay, girl group, uh, a girl gang that doesn't murder a lot. That is Uh actually their, their whole thesis is they're stealing because they feel like the rich are keeping it, keeping all the money for themselves. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah, I get behind this. <laughs> What's that Simple Plan song? Or is it Simple Plan or Good Charlotte or Sum 41 or Blink-182? <laughs> One of those. Uh, it's like the, uh, guys, help me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you have no idea. But, but that does bring up a... Speaking Lifestyles of, music, of the Rich and the Famous. Always complaining. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous is, uh, I believe that is... Good Charlotte. It's good, Charlie. I thought it was maybe Bowling for Soup, but they're all combined in my head. Yeah, oh, they're, they're basically all the same. But yeah. So, but that brings up a great question: What do we want to do as far as like musical style? I don't know if we need to have that like specifically laid out, but mm-hmm. I just think there's something interesting we could do because if we are using that like royalty motif, do we want to do like kind of old school musical with it? This takes place during like the turn of the century. Do we want to do like big band kind of jazzy, which, uh, which century? Oh, it's in between the turn of the century between 1800s and 1900s. Mm-hmm. Mm, so yeah. So, that, so I mean, that's not jazz. Well, I mean right. the early 1900s, <laughs> I said big band. All right, here comes oh, our very, very right. guest. This is where the very comes from. He's, yep. He knows the <laughs> musical eras. <laughs> I mean, I know technically it's not jazz. I know jazz, especially in England, doesn't Swing? start until the 50s. I can, If we want to get into that, we can. But I was just meaning, like, for intents and purposes, like, they dress up like flapper girls and stuff like that before they go yeah. robbing. Like, do we, or do we want it to be taught? Do we want the music to be tied to the realm that they're in? Or do we want to do something separate? I think... I, I'm picturing this as like that Mary Marie Antoinette movie where um, okay. with Kristen Dunst, where it's very anachronistic with the music, how they have it more like fun pop they... or punk or something that encapsulates the like the spirit of the group they more do, than the time. Uh, they did a, a musical. Uh, yeah, like that, there's a musical called Six that came out. I think we've talked oh, about yeah. it before on another podcast, and it's very like techno like. Mm-hmm. Uh, very uh, to me, it feels like very current pop. Mm. If you know our listeners want to listen to it, yeah. Um, you know, it's very, it's very like Britney Spears in that sense, like na 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 na. Ariana Grande. Yeah. So, are we gonna go full on like? Do we want to do like Destiny's Child, Beyonce, where it's like she starts as Destiny Child, Destiny's Child, and she becomes Beyonce, or? Um, <laughs> said queen motif, and I can't think of a bigger queen than Queen B. Yeah, I can think of I can think of a lot of a lot of queens. Well, you know, uh, William. Once I said it, I realized up. my mistake, but it's okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we want to do like 
I don't think we should get into like hip hop era no, area. No, I'm sorry. I right. meant like, but I meant like girl group, and then it goes from yes. girl group to like single act to like a, you know. Yeah. No, but there is definitely something about like kind of having that merging of um, uh, really like simple synth like uh musical tones and like bass beats that like take us to like uh 90s era music um mm. and and really in that like poppy way but has that kind of sound that we um as uh as through pop culture osmosis have sort of tied to the 1800s to the 1900s for um intrigue in britain right like the the kind of like harpsichord like syncopated beat but like with a synth you know i get you can um, you do that with your mouth right now just give us an example yeah please what that means um well the the closest thing for for people to just sort of have something in their brain that i could definitely hear is like i definitely could hear like the beginning of um the real slim shady no okay right okay sing it you know, yeah could down, you sing down, it for down, us down, 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 down. Okay. Right, like very like uh yeah. There's something kind of mysterious kind of and kind of cool, but like understated in that sense. But it can get really bombastic. I get you. For sure. Okay. Okay. I love so do that. we want it to go into hip hop? No, I I don't think of it necessarily like in hip hop, but like, you know, if you were to think of trying to make um the <laughs> what's the best thing that i can say uh the robert downing jr um sherlock, sherlock holmes. holmes right uh. like that kind of like sound syncopation but then just like dialing it up to 11 with like synth and like bass okay and it be coming into like that pop genre it's very much that is that is than... that is very much like 90s brit pop it actually is and so i oh, think okay. yeah I think, yeah, I like that. I like sticking with that. That also gives us the, you know, the rise of the girl group, 90s Brit pop. Fantastic kind of Spice combination girls. there. Spice Girls, absolutely. Um, which one would she be? Would she be Scary Spice? Um, uh, she would 100% be Scary Spice. Yeah. Not Posh Spice? <laughs> not Posh Spice, not yet. She dresses up as Posh Spice. She takes four, she starts as Baby Spice. Um... <laughs> And then she becomes Scary Spice. She dresses up as Posh Spice when she's stealing. Um, uh-huh. What are the other two? Eventually becomes Cardamom. Oh, no. Don't test me on my Spice Girls knowledge. Gin- I used to love Spice ginger? Girls. Ginger Spice. Ginger, yeah, Ginger Spice. <laughs> Sporty Spice. Um, Those are yep, the five. Yep, you got them. Sporty Spice. Duh. What about, what about Nutmeg? Ha 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 Welcome to Jokes from 90s uh, talk shows. About the Spice Girls. Yeah, um, let's name off all the spices we can think of. Uh, cumin or cumin. Turmeric. So, our first beat. Basil. Our first big beat is Alice learning about the 40 elephants. Oregano. It's about Alice <laughs> learning about the 40 elephants by stealing herself, then getting approached I by know. them being like, hey, you got to give us a cut of Cilantro. that. And we've got that really fun like number where they kind of introduce themselves. They're like... And she's like, I'm the queen. It's good to be the queen. And this like really over the top Brit pop music that we're going 90s Brit pop that we're doing. And then is the next beat. She's part of the. What? 
Nothing. Did you just say pet? Did okay, okay. <laughs> and then the next is the. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, if we're gonna be real, we do need to include salt and pepper. For <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> You're, You're pushing it. Correct. You're pushing <laughs> it. <laughs> Those are technically female performers that are also named for spice. I know, but I True. said how was I supposed push to it. Know? I was making a reference. Keep up. Okay. So <laughs> oh, yeah, second beat. Second beat. Do we want Alice to be queen of the forty get of the uh, forty thieves, or this is the is this the beat where she does some of the thieving, like she dresses up as like a housemaid to go in and steal from um steal from the rich. Or um, does she does she do that? And like then at the end of this beat, she becomes the queen because Mary gets killed, which they don't know when she died. She they just know Mary died, which again, fantastic for like. Ooh, did did Diamond kill? Her? I don't think Diamond killed her because nah. Diamond seems like I think she died in gang related violence, but we don't know. Sure, I don't think Diamond well, killed so her because we... I don't want to make Diamond that ruthless. Like I don't want the. I don't want the the heel turn to be so quick. Yeah, I don't think any of these girls kill anyone. I think anyone. that we we do need uh, at least one beat between her being introduced and her becoming the queen because we need to not only prove to the audience that she should be, but we also need to prove it to the other characters. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we do need moments of her either like you know, her proving herself to our core ensemble characters. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right, the people that are going to be our B stories that we don't really care about for the purposes of this podcast, but you know, are living their own lives that are doing their own things. Like she definitely has, you know, a a, a friend in the group that they do their crimes together. Yes, yeah. Right. And if, well, she can have a mentor too because she has to learn how to steal like they steal. Uh, yeah, like and she I has think to learn the true. rules of the group. I think Mary Carr maybe takes her under her wing. I like that because then yeah. it is very much a passing the mantle. Um, takes her under her wing. Now, there is something. Oh, like, I was just gonna say this song has to be called um, "An Elephant Never Forgets." Yes, and it's all the rules of the elephant gang. I love it. That's brilliant for like a second beat for that. For I sure. love it, and it is. Yeah. It's this. It's this big number, and maybe there's more numbers in this beat. But "Elephant uh-huh. Never Forget," like, but it's all. It, it is her learning the ropes. Like, there's the songs of her learning the different types of scams, figuring out what she's good at. Has she? Does she only get? Does she only get arrested once? She gets does arrested, she get arrested a lot, but she times? she only ever goes okay. to jail once. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's incredible. Third, the third, the third song then is going to be called "Book Club." I love Ooh, it. Okay, because everybody gets and it because they all get booked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a, funny. I get it. Right? Oh, uh, so good. Nice. And, then, and then we yes. can... Um, wasn't there in the stuff that we researched, like, they talk about going to court and... What are they... It was something... Some excuse about the police or something. So they would do a lot of different things. Um, but a big one is when they were getting arrested and stuff, they would they would have so many groups of girls with them that they would be able to pass, pass off all of the stolen goods to one person <laughs> who could sneak away... <laughs> So when they were getting arrested, they're like, you have no evidence because we don't have anything on us. Or yeah. one Alice, and this is, Alice once said that she got away with stealing by sneaking the stuff, that she, the diamond that she stole into the policeman who was arresting her's pocket. So when she got I, to yes. the station, she had nothing on her. I love that. I think 
I think we need to highlight that moment because it's so good. And maybe that's like one of the qualifying things for because how does she become queen after, you know, Mary disappears? Like they have she has to establish a reputation. Yeah, I feel like some sort of thing happens. She gets injured. They're able to take her back to wherever they like hang out. So she dies like, you know, more in that kind of like royal like way that we think of where where that like queen is on their deathbed and is in their Mm -hmm. situation of like, you know, um, I've had a good reign. You know, that kind of thing. Do we want it to involve a a man gang member that she was maybe involved with to kind of evolve the plot of like, because Alice, when she, when Alice takes over, she makes the rules very strict in the, in the gang. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. To where like all of the members of the 40 elephants aren't allowed to have boyfriends because they can like muddle things up. So maybe we Unless can even fictionalize. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. We could fictionalize like that. Mary had gotten involved with, a gang member and that's how she ended up dead i like it okay i like that that makes sense i think that works great yeah sweet okay and so so we have the scene where mary dies because of that betrayal by another gang member um and that's uh we see that and i really like that because that is a very much set up payoff great storytelling um and then next scene so what so how do we want to make how do we want to make Alice the queen? Is she just anointed? Is she voted in? What are we trying to do? No, I think it's definitely like a large scale like scene, large scale like music number where uh people are it it it's like a real election and there's multiple okay. people, right? And they have to kind of like speak campaign. to their worth. Yeah, and they have to have that Ooh, like campaign yeah. like situation. I like um, that. I love that. I like that yeah. too and I imagine just another like element because we don't know. I imagine some of the group really doesn't like the idea of a twenty-year-old leading the group who just joined three <laughs> years ago, whereas yeah. they've been doing it for I think at least a decade or two at this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I-, I like the like chaos. Are, are we are that. we seeding betrayal by doing that? I don't know if we're seeding. I don't know. I don't know what the payoff is to be honest, but I think we can I... highlight that like especially through the com- the competitive. Uh, election that people are like no this girl can't lead us what the hell are you thinking and well and she's got to have a basis and she has to get chosen though exactly right but i think that works for in the song that's the that's the challenge that is overcome in the song is the first two parts are about how young she is mm-hmm. um yeah. and about how like why would you trust her and then her bit is about yes i'm young but here's what i've experienced we've all experienced this um here's what right. i want to do to make here's what I want to do to make sure that we stay together Ooh. as a group, how we can get better. Like she lays out all of her plans and it's like, yes, I am young, but I'm also a badass kind of song. And that's and so yeah. she she we create the problem and fix it all in one song. Okay. Yeah. So that uh, way there now, isn't the betrayal. Yeah. Uh right. I, I think I think that like seeding a betrayal of one of the other people who are running for something will be really helpful for us later down the line. Okay. okay. You know, because yeah, can... I know that it's not part of like necessarily the uh, historical actions that we have in the story, sure. but it really sets us up for the the whole motif that we're going for, which is like that this is kind of a very trope uh, trope filled of the um, of the king's story, right? Of the queen's story. Mm-hmm. That you know we what it see could be time and again. It, it could be the person that the person that doesn't trust her, like one of the pr- people that campaign that doesn't end up getting it. 
is also the person that later disobeys her rule about approval before marriage that leads to the riot that leads to the final arrest yeah exactly Mm -hmm. okay okay i like that and then so Mm. she becomes queen i I, also oh oh, sorry before we move on i think like one of the things that can finalize her queendom is maybe that moment where she like pins the the theft on the cop and it's like a really fun like they have to prove themselves somehow in their thievery um oh so they're like telling stories about what they've done like why they're qualified and that's one of hers i don't know if it would be a story but maybe there is like a scene within the song where they're like i don't know i i just think like that has to be involved somehow i don't know if it's at that point or Maybe we already established well, I think it. Well, I, I think that I I think that we showed it happen already. We did. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I we think can either... that like I think that we can show that earlier. Okay. Yeah. We could either do that or um, if yeah, I think either way because in the middle of a song in a musical you can show things like if they're saying this happened, we uh-huh. can show it happening on stage at the same time. So either way, we'll, we're going to show it. But I think yeah, I think we'll probably show it before and then she can okay. bring it back up. Sure thing. Um, and so then she becomes queen and this is what I was thinking before, this is the last song before the, before the act break, because then it sets up for everything that kind of happens. Well, there's two things that happen. I think there's two more scenes before the act break. Okay. The first one is we kind of, it's, it's a bit of a time skip and Alice Diamond, um, they, she changes the group a little bit. It becomes a little bit more notorious notoriety it becomes a little bit more high class um like the idea of like always wearing always wearing like stuff and like going out to clubs and stuff after you've stolen everything and like partying and really wanting to expand her empire like that's a song or that's a couple scenes of like her actually like doing a really good job and people really enjoying it and then something happens in that that she determines she decides okay We've gotten too big. There's so much going on. Mm. We need to establish some rules. In that last song is her writing, is her and the group writing the hoisters code. Okay. In the first mm. act. Because okay. then that sets up for somebody to break it later in the second act. Right. Mm. Right. So so she gets elected and then we have her actually write the hoisters code is what you're saying? I, yes, I think there's a couple yeah because she is she is the one according to right, the sources course. that we have that she wrote that she she was one of the ones that wrote the hoisters code. Um I figure like there's a scene or two in between there where it shows her expanding everything unless we want to do that in the second act where the second act is the time skip and we show the expansion. Sure. Yeah, I like that. I also like that we have her, because I think we have to have that little period of her kind of getting her footing as the queen. And like how you said, I think you explained it kind of well, how things get out of hand, right? Like people start going a little too far with their, uh, I guess they're showing off um, and celebrations and stuff. And Mm -hmm. Like, she has to learn how to rein that in and then, like, slams down the book of rules. Very strong rules. Yeah, and so we have that final song of her her and the group writing those, writing those, uh, the code. Um, And they outline it, and it's very, um, that one honestly would be very, um, if you want to, what's the, is it If You Want to Be My Lover? The Spice Girl Uh song where it's just, like, the list of things you have to do. Yes. Yeah. Like it's very upbeat. 
and it's very I, I just think it'd be a fun one for like it is everybody's coming up with like different ideas and they're writing it down it's like just yeah. a, kind of like a laundry list of what you need to do and what you don't and it finally ends and the, and the last thing that i feel like in that song that we end with is um no boys allowed yeah no boys allowed essentially <laughs> <laughs> i love it and then i figure for me i feel like that's a good place for the the act break because we've established who alice is and then we're gonna see what happens after that yeah absolutely i like it okay so we've we've got that first act out of the way so we're gonna go take a quick intermission and we will be back to finish the show Hey everyone, welcome to the intermission. So uh, this time, we're actually going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do what I like to call um, greatest slash dumbest in history. So we, uh, each one of us have kind of been like researching heists and and thieves and things like that for this podcast. Um, And we've stumbled across a bunch of different random heists and things like that. So we're going to go, each one of us is going to kind of outline what our favorite heist is so i'll go ahead and start and i'm gonna talk a little bit about the great the not the great train robbery excuse me this is (laughs) even dumber than that it is the first train robbery in texas the first train robbery in texas happened what i said yeehaw yeehaw (laughs) so legend has it the first train robbery of texas happened in uh 1874 in Allen, Texas. And Allen, Texas is a small town, well, bigger now, outside of Dallas, that was used as a uh, a train, like, restock before they got to Dallas, usually. And so there, a group of band, uh, group of bandits re- uh, named the Sam Bass Gang, led by Sam Bass, uh, hopped on the train and, you know, held it up, stole jewelry pretty quick. The reason I like it, one, it's very stupid, a train robbery in texas who cares but two i actually grew up in allen and every year in high school the allen theater department we would do a reenactment at the historical train depot of the <laughs> sam bass robbery and it was we got to miss an entire day of school dressing like cowboys and doing stupid shit and it was fantastic it's the dumbest little thing about a small little town that doesn't really mean much and i just thought it was a lot of fun I so uh, that's mine. <laughs> love that. Wait, what character did you play? Were you ever? I was a Sam Bass a couple of years. Oh, I was. Uh, I was lucky enough to be Sam Bass, and I actually, we do, we do know a friend. Uh, William and I know someone whose great uncle or something like that, like great, great, great uncle, mm-hmm. may or may not have been one of the Sam Bass train robbers. <gasps> so wow. that's just a fun little thing. Cool. I love when history connects with the, the yes it, people. I, again, I we were we were all um, let's say above the limit at a party when I brought this up, and he's like, "Oh my, you know, my relative was a uh, robbed trains in Texas, and he knew <laughs> Sam Bass, you know, the whole thing." So it's possible that it's not true, but it's fun. Um, okay, who who else has got a fun one? What do you got, Olivia? All right, so I'm going to tell you all about the the great Canadian maple syrup heist day. Uh, Hell yeah. 
Um, this happened in, between 2011 and 2012, which I love. We're doing the mid 2000s heists on maple syrup. I live for it. Um, so uh, some thieves stole 3,000 tons of Ooh. maple syrup, which was valued at over $18 million um, from a storage facility Jesus in Quebec. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of maple syrup. <laughs> I mean, maple syrup's kind of expensive, like, on the market. You pay, like, I guess 8 so, to yeah. $10 for, like, a good glass jar of maple syrup. So I don't know how much syrup that is. I Well, I do. It's 3,000 tons. Anyways. Um, uh, uh, so they... Do, 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 do. Um, sorry, I'm recovering this from a Wikipedia page so I don't get things wrong. Um, the group siphoned the maple syrup out of the barrels and they just refilled it with water for a while. <laughs> um, but then eventually they just started siphoning it right out of the barrels and not even refilling them. <laughs> um, and they just trafficked it and I guess resold it. Um, so, so that's almost $20 million. Well, it's Canadian. I'm assuming it's Canadian dollars. So it's probably closer to like 25 U.S. $25 million U.S. Yeah, that's a lot of is syrup, that, baby. Yeah. I gotta wonder. That's the, that's that's a big hot, like. Sounds like, like that company bigger? was in a sticky situation. Oh, God. Um. Okay, but listen nice. to this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> in, in 2012, the FPAQ took its annual invent- inventory of their syrup barrels and the inspector... Michael Gavreau started climbing up the barrels and he nearly fell, um, expecting 600 pound barrels, but finding them to be empty. <laughs> I, I don't know if he nearly wow. fell out of so, shock so or just it's nearly not fell. Like, it's not like, it's not like we knew when it happened. We don't even know when they actually stole the maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks like, um, 17 men were related, were arrested for being related to the theft. Um, in 2012, at the end yeah. of 2012. That's a big operation. Yeah, I know. I wonder who came up with that idea. I mean, it's Canadians. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That was a moose. They, uh, moose love the gang. <laughs> the that's, the, that's the only Canadian trope I know. Is a... Only Canadians that exist are moose and geese. <laughs> Mooses and geeses. Mooses and Mises geeses. And geeses. <laughs> Measles. yeah um so what you yeah, got no, uh, the 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 one that i was just happy with as well you know just to stay on food related uh heists um is that in 2017 someone stole in in germany um they two uh trucks were stolen uh roughly in like the same area mm-hmm. um one was filled with 30 tons of fruit juice <laughs> and the other was filled with 20 tons of Nutella and Kinder chocolate a- oh, eggs. That's my kind um, of theft. <laughs> the Nutella and Kinder chocolate eggs were are estimated to be worth about $80,000. <gasps> so it wasn't that big. Were the thieves as as preschoolers? <laughs> <laughs> it's just I teachers. candy and juice. <laughs> it's just teachers trying to get supplies for their classrooms because the government doesn't provide no, it. The, the, the thing is, is that it's about like it's about like two hundred miles away from each other in Germany. Like they're not close. They just happen on the same weekend. Yeah. 
This is but, a very but my organized toddler This <laughs> baby genius material. My, my favorite thing is that the police in Germany came out to say anyone offered large quantities of chocolate via <laughs> unconventional channels should report it to the police immediately. <laughs> and you know, in Germany they probably would. They'd be like, Oh, this is um this is not from the normal grocer, I must tell the police. <laughs> Willy Wonka is shaking oh, in his man. boots. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shaking. <laughs> He's like, we got to wrap up. We got to drain this chocolate river right now, boys. <laughs> this is looking very drain the chocolate river. There's going to be like five or six kids just at the bottom of that. that <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, just skeletons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just like to point out, like, that's not the first group of six kids, you know. Um, yeah, he handpicked the first batch, but he did oh. not do a good job. So he thought about doing it randomly was probably a better option. Um, well that got dark um (laughs) so i mean i started it it's my fault okay so we've got three very silly very very silly heists um yeah let now let's assign all of those to uh which zodiac sign you are (laughs) (laughs) they're all libra they're all libra They're all Taurus, because screw you Tauruses, I guess. Taurus would definitely... Wait. Taurus would be... uh, Never mind, we can cut that. I don't know what I was going to say. I mean, Sagittarius would have to be the the two ones happening on the weekend. No, Gemini. Sorry, Gemini would be the two ones happening on the weekend, because they're twins. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. On that note, uh, this was a great intermission, guys. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, let's wrap it up. So... Lights are dimming. Um, go ahead and make it back to your seats for the second half of the show. Yeah. Okay, so we're back from intermission. They uh, they have just created the hoisters code. Now, are these next scenes? Is this just getting bigger and bigger? Because there is a lot of stuff that they talk about where. Um, they start using getaway cars like they're one of the first gangs to start using getaway cars. They've start and they started expanding outside of England because they got so notorious. Like sure. Yeah, this... the the I I think the question comes to like how do we focus on her? And how okay. do we tell those things and focusing on her? So when we just start the second act, um how much time has passed between the first act and the second? I think is the real question to ask. Yeah. I, oh, go ahead. I think uh, I think that's a good point. And I think we need to come back to a time where she's like really established. And maybe this is mm-hmm. her brass knuckles moment where we see like she's become like real. She's known for her violence and for her glamour. So we yeah. can really establish how she's grown into this iconic I, queen. I also, I also think that this is a great time for a, a reprise of like, it's good to be the queen. Yes. But it's it's completely reworked. Like it's a much bigger and much more like you know, from a musical standpoint, technologically advanced. Like it's it's like a real showstopper. And the way yeah. that the first one, like, you know, probably what you know, was a lot was like a lot of people and was them having fun and it was about Mary, but it was more like, you know, a bar drinking song, right? Like they're all in like the tavern and they're like, oh, Yeah. You know? Instead, this is like a well-oiled machine. I love it. 
I love it. Right, it, it, and 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 it lets us, it lets us, um, lets her narrate what's happened over the last few times, and sort of show it like abstractly during the song, um, saying like we, you know, we brought in cars, we brought in, you know, like that whole dynamic, and okay. so that we can then focus on the small scale of the inciting incident of the person breaking the rule, how that leads to the demise and then the eventual arrest and imprisonment Got of Alice Diamond. Okay. And I think in um I I think in this act like before we even get to that big moment at the end with the betrayal, like we need to see as much as we're seeing her glamour, we need to see like her violence add up so we can have that like yeah. really real moment of someone being cuz I think their punishment was um, if someone breaks the rules, right, they get ridiculed or they get beaten. So we need to show mm-hmm. like that development before like the big riot scene at the end. And maybe we have like oh, a very sure. real moment of someone being ridiculed. And what does that look like? Because <laughs> like, love... do they just make fun of them or like yell at them or what? what is that? I really like the idea. I, I really like that. And I like the maybe the person who wants to get married comes to her first. Um, and this is when she says no. She says no, and she tries to challenge her, and that's when the rest of the group yeah. kind of comes up. I'm thinking very kind of like hyenas from mm-hmm. Lion King kind of <laughs> come up and start picking at her in that way, well, and then she's still fighting it. Like in the in they're like, you know, they're berating her and like being verbally abusive and everything, and then finally she keeps fighting back, and that's when Alice stands up and just and just beats her. Well, like, so not- here here's here's my question in that is that. Um, does that not make her break the rules? Because the rule is when you've done it, this happens to you. And so if she's coming to her beforehand and then she's getting punished for mm-hmm. not. I think doing this can it. be someone else, maybe, right? Oh, okay. I think, yeah, that exactly. Person? Just that like, makes a, more sense. like a random person yeah. uh, breaks a rule. It doesn't have to be the same rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a rule that has the same punishment. Mm-hmm. And they're just like. You know, and it's right after that Queen thing, you know, it kind of maybe there's even a song in here as well that is like breaking the rules that has an abrupt end mm-hmm. where she just beats the shit out of this. Oh, no, woman. she's got the, the glass or the the diamond rings on just like, yeah, just like fucks her up. I feel like there's an interesting way we could do that, because one of the rules is you have to pay in. You have to pay into the Treasury because the Treasury pays out to the families of the women that are in jail or they died or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They essentially yeah. have a pension and like a, a health care. They have a full, it's basically a union at that point. And like, so somebody breaks the rules by not giving the Pay money mm-hmm. and it starts yeah. and it starts like we, the audience view this is like, yeah, she didn't, she's not helping other people. And then we see like at the very end of that song, the brutality of what that means. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, and I, and I mean it can be like really jarring, where it's like the song ends on with a fist, yeah, yeah. It just cuts out and just like boom, boom. I, did we boom. talk about? Did we talk about that? Aside from this being like a very like um, strict rules, like the like their the way that they run their group is very democratic. Like everyone takes an equal earning, and the yeah earnings that they are receive are used to like pay for their lawyers and help people who help the families of people who get caught and arrested and put in jail so like establishing that too i just don't know if we touched base on that uh before but just putting that out there like it's very democratic until it gets violent 
Yeah, I, I think that's something that would be established in the Hoisters Code song. Yeah, yeah. I just want the and, the listeners no, to know yeah, that that's I, I part of it. You, yeah, letting like bringing it up. This is something we knew that we didn't express. Yeah, but yeah. That and and then yeah, it see we make everything seem all fun, all fun and exciting until it's not. Yeah, <laughs> until exactly. It's very much until, not for until a it really isn't. And then <laughs> I, I guess we have. I, then I guess we have to have the after that where we see the brutality things shift a little bit like we do have so, like we have the one or two people that are kind of dissenters that's when the, the seeds of betrayal because like everybody's aware that it gets this brutal but it just hasn't happened in a while mm-hmm. to like sure. one of their yeah. own kind of thing right and so um maybe that's when we have the the song about the, the scene in the song about the few dissenters that are saying like what gives her the right what gives her the authority and maybe they even pepper in some things like I hear she's sleeping with this guy and she didn't ask for permission because, mm. you know, stuff yeah. like that um, and things like that that we can kind of throw in. And then that leads us to the scene where uh, the woman comes in, asks for permission to get married. She says no. Uh, Alice says no to the woman and the woman does it anyways. And that's when we learn, a, and maybe that's the song, like the secret marriage is a full song. And that's when we, it leads us directly into the, um, what's Hart not Hartford riot. What's it called? Uh, the Lambeth? Lambeth. The Lambeth what's riot. The, what, what is the Lambeth riots? So what happens is one of the women goes against uh, Alice's wishes and gets married to somebody that she doesn't approve of. So the gang shows up to stop the wedding and it got so violent that it became known as the Lambeth Riot, and that that's actually what got Diamond and a lot of her number twos and everything like that arrested and thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. And it was a pregnant woman Damn. that they beat up. <laughs> like, they started oh, a riot. Oh, she was pregnant. No. That's why she got married, from what I understood, which makes it, like, even darker. Oh, so we really... So then that means we really developed this character. Like, we know she's pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a scene with her. Like, so it goes, like, it. you know, the queen... Uh, the whole queen thing uh, happens, right? Yeah. Then we do have this scene where, like, she is talking to this man. And, like, she knows something's up with her body. Yeah. Right? She knows she's pregnant. Then she goes, you know, she, she, the you know, Alice is like, eh, fuck no. Well, like, don't do that. And she's like, well, I don't have a choice. Right? And it really speaks to the um, the the choices that were that were labeled out. Um, in the first act, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, ha- your choice was to like commit suicide. Your choice was to yeah become a bro- you know like you. There she's are saying you can you break to, that. She's make. like, she's like, we'll provide for your family. We can break that, right? Kind of yeah, thing. it's the complicatedness of like being a woman at the time of like, um, we don't support you because you broke the rules and you're pregnant now, but society doesn't support you because you broke the rules and you're pregnant now. So like you, yeah, it's a. Right it's a lose-lose situation like yeah oh god rough. and then that but that that does make it i i really i really that makes this a lot more less i mean it's still whimsical but it makes it a lot more interesting yeah and then then we have the lambeth riot and either that's a big dance number or that kind of like happens um that that's a, either a big song or that kind of happens behind a blackout but that that scene happens and yeah. we know it's going to happen. Maybe the song is the prep for the Lambeth riot. Then you just kind of hear about it. She gets arrested. And then the next scene I was thinking is her on trial before she gets sentenced to prison. Mm-hmm. And the only reason mm-hmm. I think that okay. is because there's several records that state 
that this is when Alice said when she's in on trial and like because they're trying to arrest her for everything the elephants have done and that's when she right. says we're only doing this because the police aren't looking out for us they're not looking out for anybody they're looking out for the rich who don't want to give up their money so we're taking what's owed to us mm, yeah like she's got that big like righteous righteous pound the t- table thing and i don't know and i feel like that that could be an interesting song right mm. after this kind of um <laughs> right after this real not great thing that just happened do we want to hash out what the what the riot looks like in the terms of the musical like that yeah yeah i think that's important because that's such a big moment i mean is it uh, a song yeah so it it i think that it is a like an object like an objection song like it starts like it starts off in like the we actually have the music playing of of this wedding happening Mm -hmm. (laughs) where there aren't very many people right and it's sort of dingy but like there's still someone playing (laughs) an instrument on stage yeah right (laughs) it's like does anyone object and then it's just like and you just have these all of these women stand (laughs) oh i love that yeah i have it yeah and it just like and it becomes very like i almost i almost picture like a very um gangs of new york like or like dropkick murphy's song yeah i love that right where it's very much that and it's just this huge like fight it's like that that, uh happens like where because i think that i think that um some of the women are there like i think that the fight is is internal oh yeah Mm -hmm. um that some of them know like some of them you know understand what she's making the choice for and it is this thing of like, and making this clear that it, it very much has this, um, you know, it has, it kind of has this like fall of Camelot feel, right? Which is just like, there's these choices that are being made. Nobody can really fault them for these choices. We all have to do this. We all know what's inevitable. Yeah. You know, we all made a decision on this line in the sand and now we're going to do yeah and i like stylistically it's starting out as like like the the princesses scene in shrek 3 where they're like i don't give a damn about my reputation and it's like really punchy and then it turns you know it turns dark as we go but we're like rooting we don't know who to root for you know like the audience kind of because we make it such a fun fight scene i guess until it gets like brutal and yeah awful yeah exactly 100%. and then you remember like who's the who's the actual victim like <laughs> okay oh, i like man. that i mean like <laughs> is a weird word to yeah. say yeah i think that's really interesting i think that i think that makes something that makes something really interesting and then then we move on to in these final scenes i feel like we'll kind of breeze through um just because that's the big dramatic that's that's the the dramatic climax and then there's the falling action where you know She's on trial. She has that song where she talks about why she's why the gang exists. Then maybe we skip over. Maybe she's got a song where she's in jail for a couple of years. And then um, when she gets out, this is is that like song called I'm in jail for a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's just the name of the song. <laughs> Two years in the can. <laughs> Two years in the well, can. I- <laughs> i love it um th- yeah the that's good and then she uh and then and then the last song is her like 
her I want song for la- lack of a better term for for people that aren't super familiar most musicals have the main character has a song where they say this is what I want out of my life it usually happens at the beginning like a, a really famous one is uh, Hercules from the movie Hercules where he's where he's like I'm I'll find my way that's his I want song mm. um but in this one we make her I want song at the very end <laughs> Because she's finally just going to live the life that she wants. And that's, she's going to run a brothel and she's going to teach the new generation how to be thieves. Yeah, because when she comes out of prison, they've already got a new queen in the ranks, in the group. So she's pretty much, I don't guess she's not, I don't know if she's still in the group in any respect. Or if they totally, like, do we want to say that they kicked her out after that? Because it was such a big clash and be, like, within their group. I think so. I think it's either they kicked her out or it's like a it's like a parting of ways. And yeah, she knows it. They know like maybe there's a scene where everybody knows it and it's just kind of like looking back and she goes her other goes goes a different way or something. I think I think we need to have um, a moment where they like she's OK. So she her I want song is she wants to open a brothel and then she wants to like start she starts mentoring other young people on how to like be a thief, like a little petty thief or whatever. Yes, I love that. Which um, I think is amazing. But I think we can also go full circle and bring her back to like her help her training one of her girls in a space and she runs into another member or the group that are stealing in that same space. You know, kind of how she was found by the group. That's where she like runs in and they have like that wink moment of like, I don't know, just like. Yeah, I see. If they parted ways, they can have that moment of like, "I see you. Sorry, we'll get off your territory or whatever." And that's the and that's that's like the last song. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. That's an idea, but I think it would be cute to cute. I think it would be cool to like go full circle <laughs> <laughs> and they like run into each other again as separate thieves. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah. Well, maybe maybe it is this thing of like we we do have this her time in prison. We have her time where she gets out and doesn't have anything to to do Mm -hmm. she starts this brothel and i think this ending point is where she's walking down the street and she's not you know the same person anymore and she runs into the woman who got married who's not in the life anymore like she does escape she does get married Mm -hmm. she does you know it's a very different thing um and they're you know they they've both left the lives that they had before that caused all of their lives to change to begin with Mm. um yeah, and I, I I think that that it leaves it in such a weird open ended space of like who's right, who's wrong, who's you know that I think it's kind of special and it's kind of fun, you know. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like was this group we we idealize this group and like what's the word? Um, uh, I think you got it. Yeah, we idealize the group. And think that it's really cool that there's this group of like women thieves, but that don't kill anyone, but they do like mess people's lives up in a way. Yeah. And so at the end we can like, yeah, it's have that moment of reflection of like, was this, is this a good thing that we like liked this group of people or, you know, was that a good point in their lives or yeah. Yeah. I like that moment of kind of like subtle reflection on how we were looking at the group. Awesome. I love that. So we've got an ending. So we got we got the full show. Now all we need is a good song to end it on. Well, um, I mean that that song has gotta be like it's good to be the queen, right? Like Okay. 
you know, it is that just like. Do we want to reprise an elephant never forgets too at some point? Oh, I think that's the end of the. Sh- uh, yeah, I think that's the end of the show. Elephant yeah. never forgets. So okay, so then William, your choices: yeah. either write the two versions of Elephant Never Forgets or the two <laughs> oh. versions of uh, It's Good to Be the Queen. Those are your two <sighs> options. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're gonna let you decide this time. We're not even gonna tell you. You get you get an option. You get two choices. We're giving you choices this time. That means there's that means there's a wrong answer. No, no, there's not a wrong answer. You can do anything only... you want as long as it falls in those lines. Oh no! You could do you could do one of one and one of the other. Except that oh, we'll even accept that. You got three choices, William. A ballad and a group <gasps> song. No, oh, you're Easy. just messing with the probability of me getting the right answer. I don't know. I don't know. I think what is right in art, you know, William. You you know what I can tell you is is wrong in art is uh, um, I think nothing. I think it, not it's having anything no. produced. Yeah, not having anything produced is the wrong part of art. And so mm-hmm. far, you've been wrong, William. You've been wrong. I think the right. I think the writing part of art is like books. Yeah. Oh my god! Get out of my podcast. God, we're done. We're done. You're banned. You're done. Skid Jones, where are you? Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Um, please leave us a review on or review or a like or a you know five star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you you use to listen to us. Um, we're posting more. We're trying to get better at posting more on Instagram. Olivia, what is our Instagram handle? <laughs> uh, we wrote the book podcast with an at sign the at the podcast. beginning. Thank you, with an at sign. And uh, if you have any suggestions, anything you'd like to hear, or maybe even music fan art anything like that we um give it let us know you can send us an email at we wrote the book pod at gmail.com or you can message us on instagram mm-hmm. uh thank you so much for listening bye stay blessed <laughs> bye